In today's show, I'm going to be sharing with you three Bitcoin trading behaviors, hinting that Bitcoin's rebound to $24,000 is a fake out, quoting analyst Crypto Hamster. It seems that the downside breakout was a false one and the bullish flag has been validated. Let's see how fast Bitcoin can reach those targets and quitting Bitcoin consensus. Bitcoin is at a critical resistance level. If we close a strong daily candle above twenty four dollars to $25,000, we can see more bullish momentum in the coming weeks, even up to the $28,000 daily zone. And as shared here, Satoshi Nakamoto on Bitcoin exactly 12 years ago, he said, if you don't believe me or don't get it, I don't have time to try to convince you. Sorry. And as Plan B shares here, Bitcoin back above realized price, light blue. I like it. Also be sharing his latest updates and quitting Dennis Porter. At the end of the day, all fiats eventually come to an end, which means in theory, there is no cap on Bitcoin's dollar price. Once you understand this, you realize one million and even ten million dollars are inevitable. And this just in breaking news, $167 billion Santander Bank of Brazil to offer Bitcoin trading to its 55 million customers. Let's go. Also in today's show, $1.26 billion in Ethereum options expire today on Friday and the bulls are ready to push the Ethereum price higher. Also in today's show, crypto yet to see peak capitulation according to Coin Bureau and explains why. Quoting him here, if you're wondering when the current recovery rally could end, my bets are on mid to late September when Ethereum's merge is expected to occur and when the Federal Reserve will return from its summer holiday with what's likely to be a fresh rate hike to fight inflation. Also in today's show, trader Tone Bay says Bitcoin needs a miracle to turn bullish again and lays out his downside target for the king crypto, which is 14000 dollars quitting him here if we do not hold this middle line we have a very high probability of repeating this entire disaster of consolidation with a massive breakdown if we get back into this lower range also in today's show crypto's richest mogul details what could trigger the next massive move for bitcoin that's right the binance ceo was recently interviewed on cnbc and says there's a myriad of factors potentially driving the next big rally for bitcoin and other crypto assets we'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market all this plus so much more in today's show. Hey, what's good, crypto fam? This is first and foremost a video show. So if you want the full premium experience, visit our YouTube channel at CryptoNewsAlerts.net. Again, that's CryptoNewsAlerts.net. All right, welcome back to another episode of Crypto News Alerts. I'm your host, JV. How's it going, my crypto fam? Make some noise in the live chat. Now, this is podcast episode number 1001 of the Crypto News Alerts daily show. Bitcoin price rallied towards 24200 on July 28th after a near 10.5% surge that began a day earlier. The gains appeared after the Federal Reserve Chairman Jerome Powell signaled intentions to slow down the Fed's prevailing tightening spree. This prompted some Bitcoin analysts to predict short-term upside continuation with synonymous analysts. Crypto hamster seeing Bitcoin at $26,000 next. Quitting him here, it seems that the downside breakout was a false one and the bullish flag has been validated. Let's see how fast Bitcoin can reach those targets. And as you can see in this chart, that target is $26,000. But Bitcoin's potential to recover entirely from its ongoing bearish slumber appears low for at least the following three key reasons. Number one, Bitcoin bulls have been duped before. That's right. Bitcoin established its record high of $69,000 in November of last year. And since then, crypto has declined by more than 60% while undergoing several mini pumps 
on its way down. And on the daily chart, Bitcoin has rebounded at least five times since November 2021, securing 23 to 40% gains on each recovery. Nonetheless, it has continued its correction every time after forming a local price top around its exponential moving averages and then falling to new yearly lows, which you can see here in this chart. This time looks no different with Bitcoin facing a bullish rejection and June and recovering nearly 17% a month later. Now, notably, the Bitcoin price action faces interim resistance in its 50-day exponential moving average, which you can see in this chart in the red at around 23150 with a breakout clearing its way to $27,000, coinciding with the 100-day exponential moving average, which you can see here in the black. Now, at $27,000, the price will still form a lower high compared to the previous local tops. So that technically raises the possibility of another bearish continuation move. Now, for the next reason, this pump can be a fake out is high selling with low buying volume. Interestingly, the volume behavior during the ongoing Bitcoin correction shows a greater interest in selling the coin at the local tops. This daily chart illustrates this by highlighting the volume readings during downtrends and uptrends since November of 2021. For instance, the last two big price declines in May and June coincided with a sharp increase in selling volumes. And in comparison, the follow-up rebounds to those price declines accompanied modest to lower trading volumes. The ongoing volume behavior looks the same, peaking during the downtrend and dropping as the price recovers. This suggests a weakening upside momentum, which may lead to another price correction. Now for the third and final reason why this pump may be another fake out, Bitcoin to equities correlation flips back to positive. That's right. Bitcoin is once again tailing the stock market trends, despite briefly decoupling from them in early July. For instance, on July 28th, the day-to-day correlation coefficient between Bitcoin and the NASDAQ stood near 0.66. That includes declines in both markets after the U.S. GDP plunged for a second consecutive quarter. And that officially confirms that the U.S. has entered a technical recession, which could weigh negatively on the stock market. Therefore, Bitcoin's downside prospects appear high if its positive correlation with the stock market continues. So there you have it. And checking out the latest from Plan B, he updated us. Bitcoin back above realized price, light blue. I like it. And he also shares the bad news. Everybody expects inflation, recession, and bad macro. In fact, Markets expect things to be as bad as the 2008 global financial crisis. The good news, this expectation is already priced in. That's why rates are high and stocks slash Bitcoin low. And he also recently shared Bitcoin is obviously linked to stock markets and all things of value because fiat currencies are deflated. Crucial difference is that Bitcoin grows much faster because it's scarcer. In the same period, S&P 500 went from 1000 to 4000 4X. And Bitcoin went from $2 to $20,000 10,000x. Some of you are afraid of macro and the link between Bitcoin and stock markets, etc. In my opinion, the next five years S&P will be in the five to $6,000 range and Bitcoin in the 100000 to $1 million range. Short term is noise. Long term is signal. And speaking about a $1 million Bitcoin price, quoting Dennis Porter, at the end of the day, all fiats eventually come to an end, which means in theory, there is no cap on Bitcoin's dollar price. Once you understand this, you realize $1 million and even $10 million are inevitable. Damn straight. And this just in breaking news, $167 billion Santander Bank of Brazil to offer Bitcoin trading to its 55 million customers. Let's freaking go. Do you feel that Brazil will likely to adopt Bitcoin eventually as a legal tender as they did in El Salvador with Najib Bokele? Let me know in the comments below. And before I break down next story of the day, $1.26 billion in Ethereum options expire today on Friday and the bulls are ready to push 
the Ethereum price higher. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market. As you can see, all the major cryptos are currently pumping in in the green, with Bitcoin up over 2% for the day, trading at around $23,700. We have Ether up about 2%, trading at around $1,700. We have Binance Coin up 6.3%, trading at $287. As Solana, Polkadot, Avalanche, XRP, and Cardano are all pumping and in the green. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. Ethereum's 53% rally from July 13th to the 18th gave the bulls an edge in July's 1.6 billion monthly options expiry. The move happened as Ethereum developers set a tentative date for the merge, a transition out of the burdensome proof-of-work mining mechanism. Now, according to some analysts, by removing the additional ETH issuing used to finance the energy costs required on traditional mining consensus, Ether could finally achieve the ultra-sound money status. I disagree because there is no known limited supply of issuance of the token. So how can it be ultra sound money when there's no true scarcity built in like we have with the Bitcoin network? Now, Akshay Jain breaks it all down here. The merge is the most significant update to Ethereum since its launch in 2015. Ethereum's developers have given the tentative date to be on September 19th. Here's why ETH merge matters for everyone. Now, I'm not going to read this entire thread for you, but I'll include it in the show notes below the video in the description for you to check out as it's very detailed. But here's what I wanted to share on Beacon Chain, the issuance will be around 1,600 ETH per day, decreasing the inflation significantly from 13,000 ETH per day on proof of work. Merge set affects the monetary policies of Ethereum to become ultrasound money. Now, whether or not sound monetary policy revolves around constantly changing and issuing the burning rules remains an open question, but there is no doubt that the Ethereum developers video call on July 14th helped to catapult the Ethereum price. Now, the bears are placing their bets below $1,600. The open interest for Ether's July monthly options expiry is $1.27 billion, but the actual figure will be lower since the bears were overly optimistic. These traders got too comfortable after ETH stood below $1,300 between June 13th and the 16th. The pump above $1,500 on July 27th surprised the bears because only 17% of the put options for July 29th have been placed above that price level. Now, the bulls are comfortable even below $1,600. That's right. Below are the four most likely these scenarios based on the current Ethereum price action, we have between $1,400 and $1,500, 120,400 calls versus 80,400 puts, the net result favoring the bulls by $60 million. Now between $1,500 and $1,600, we have 160,500 calls versus 55,000 puts, the net result favoring the bulls by $160 million. And between $1,600 and $1,700, we have 187,100 calls versus 43,400 puts, the net result favoring the bulls by $230 million. And between $1,700 and $1,800, we have 220,800 calls versus 40,000 puts, with the bulls' advantage increasing to $310 million. Let's go Ethereum bulls. Now, the Ether bulls need to sustain the price above $1,600 on July 29th to secure a decent $230 million profit. On the other hand, the bears, best case scenario, requires a push below $1,500 to reduce the damage to $60 million. And considering the brutal $330 million leverage short positions liquidated on July 26th and the 27th. Bears should have less margin to pressure Ethereum price lower. And with that said, the bulls are better positioned to continue driving ETH higher after July 29th monthly 
options expiry. So there you have it. And before I break down next story of the day, crypto yet to see peak capitulation, according to Coin Bureau, and explains why. But first, let's take a quick look at the overall crypto market cap, sitting just under $1.1 trillion with $112.6 billion in volume. In the past 24 hours, the current Bitcoin dominance is 41.7%, with the Ether dominance at 18 0.8%. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers in the past 24 hours, we have Optimism leading the pack up 36.5%, trading at $1.51, followed by Ravencoin up 34.5%, trading at 3.9 cents, followed by Bitcoin Gold up 24%, trading at $33.05. And checking out the top 100 cryptocurrency gainers for the past week, you can see a mixture of gainers and losers with Ethereum Classic leading the pack up 57.9%. We got Bitcoin Gold up 47.5%. And QTUM up 43.5%. And checking out one of my favorite indicators is the Crypto Greed and Fear Index. Shows we're currently rated to 39 out of 100 in fear. Yesterday a 32, last week a 33, and last month a 13 in extreme fear. And if you're not familiar with the Crypto Greed and Fear Index, extreme fear can be a sign. Investors are too worried. That could be a great buying opportunity, a.k.a. BTFD. Buy that freaking dip. And when investors are getting too greedy, that means the market is due for a correction. But alright, now let's break down our next story of the day. The synonymous host of Coin Bureau is warning that the prices of the crypto assets are prime to fall further. That's right. Guy tells his over 2 million YouTube subs that the recent recovery rally will likely be short-lived. Quoting him here, if crypto's current price action didn't make it clear enough, the massive purge we saw in the second quarter has set the stage for a serious recovery rally, which we're arguably in. However, it's only a matter of time before the markets realize that all the macro factors which caused recent crypto crashes haven't been resolved and this could take crypto to new lows and according to the coin bureau host crypto assets have yet to hit the peak capitulation as total panic is yet to be experienced as he shares here in fact you can make the argument that crypto hasn't seen peak capitulation not just because many institutional investors like kevin o'leary believe we haven't seen total panic yet referring to mr wonderful from shark tank now guy says that various metrics such as trading volumes the number of DeFi users and the bitcoin hash rate and approximate computing power metric based on the hash rates of each network miner suggests that the sell-off in crypto assets is yet to reach the historical proportions associated with peak capitulation as he shares here although crypto prices have taken a beating recall that number of daily DeFi users has remained relatively stable by comparison that trading volume has barely budged and that bitcoin hash rate continued to climb even while Bitcoin's price crashed. If what we saw over the last half a year had truly been maximum pain, then it stands to reason that all these metrics would have fallen by much more. And according to the Coin Bureau host, the current recovery rally will end in September due to various factors such as Ethereum's major upgrade materializing. Quoting him here, if you're wondering when the current recovery rally could end, my bets are on mid to late September when Ethereum's merge is expected to occur and when the Federal Reserve will return from its summer holiday holiday with what's likely to be a fresh rate hike to fight inflation. Speaking of which, autumn is also when many parts of the world could start to face skyrocketing energy costs in anticipation of oil and gas shortages over the winter. Something like that would almost certainly do serious damage to assets across the board. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with the crypto analyst. And to watch this video entitled, Have You Seen This Crypto Report? And what it says, check the show notes below the video in the description. And before I break down our final stories of the day, Trader Tone Bay says Bitcoin needs a miracle to turn bullish again and lays out his downside target for the king crypto, as well as crypto's richest mogul, details what would trigger the next massive move for Bitcoin. But first, I want to remind you to smash the show more button right below this video in the description for a detailed analysis of what's going on in the crypto market. This goes for all 1,200 plus 
plus videos right here on my YouTube channel. Also, some very helpful resources for you to plug into. Also, be sure to smash that subscribe button and ring that bell to turn on all notifications and help support us with the YouTube algorithm. The greatest thing you can do besides subscribe and like is drop a comment right down below. I greatly appreciate it. But all right, now let's break down our next story of the day. Seasoned trader Tone Vays is bearish on Bitcoin's near future, saying that the Bitcoin chart looks terrible in the short term. In a new video from Tuesday, the analyst noted Bitcoin got rejected by the 200-week moving average last week. Now, do note that Bitcoin was trading at around $21,000 at the time of Tone Bay's video. The trader notes Bitcoin's path would get super ugly if it failed to jump back above $22,000 in the next 24 hours. Vase predicted that if Bitcoin didn't hold the line around $20,600, it would repeat its mid-June price plummet and plunge all the way down to $14,000. Quoting Vase here, if we do not hold this middle line, we have a very high probability of repeating this entire disaster of consolidation, but a massive breakdown if we get back into this lower range. Now, obviously, that did not happen, and the Bitcoin support held up, and we're currently trading at around 24,000 at the time of this recording. And to watch this entire video with crypto trader Tone Vase entitled, This Very Disappointing Drop Changes Everything, check the show notes below the video in the description. But all right, now let's break down our final story of the day. Binance CEO Shang Peng Zhao says there is a myriad of factors potentially driving the next big rally for Bitcoin and other crypto assets. In a new interview with CNBC, the richest person in crypto says different catalysts trigger the previous bull runs and people were not even aware that these would set off massive moves. Quitting him here, nobody really forecasted NFTs, DeFi, etc., which probably drove the last bull run. Before that in 2017, it was mainly ICOs. Six months before those happened, very few people can forecast it. Now the market is much bigger. There are so many more applications in the space. I'm not sure which one, but I think all of those are moving in a positive direction. CZ also says that regulatory developments and the economic situation could be favorable for crypto. Quitting him here, the regulatory landscape is shaping up quite well. Most countries are adopting regulatory frameworks. They are not banning Bitcoin or cryptocurrencies. The macroeconomic situation will be high inflation, the talk about recession, etc. All of those things drive adoption into Bitcoin into crypto. The Binance CEO also explains why crypto and equities markets are currently moving in that same direction. As he shares here, logically, cryptocurrency should move counter to the stock market. In theory, they should be negatively correlated. But today, the cryptocurrency market is so small. When the stock market crashes, people want cash. Today, most people who are trading cryptos also trade stocks. So right now, it's positively correlated, which is illogical, but it's just the way it is right now. And he says he also finds the U.S. regulatory situation odd, as both the U.S. SEC and CFTC currently assert the right to oversee cryptocurrencies, as he shares here. Right now in the U.S., it's really interesting. We have multiple regulators fighting for jurisdiction over the industry, which is good in a way, which also causes other problems in different ways. It's a bit unclear. In most other countries, this problem does not exist. Most other countries, their regulatory agencies are quite clear. Sometimes it's the central bank. Sometimes it's the securities market regulator. Sometimes it's a brand new regulator. So most regulators are trying to clarify regulatory frameworks in their countries, which is very positive. The United States is a little bit unique in that it's a large country with multiple regulatory agencies and it is now unclear who controls the space. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with CZ, the Binance CEO. And to check out this video, he 
did on CNBC entitled The Regulatory Framework is Shaping Up Well for Crypto. Check the show notes below the video in the description. Now for the top three comments from yesterday's episode. Digital Gravity wrote, JV, great show. Here's a little limerick I wrote for you. The Fed chairman did a little hike. He said there is no recession. Then psych. Bitcoin went green in ways not seen. So I give JV a YouTube like. Love it, fam. Much love. Hoddle. Our next featured comment comes from Ecoin. Aloha JV. Great show again. The King Crypto and ETH with a nice crank. Still in a high time frame downtrend, but not going to fade this move. Chia. Word up Ecoin. Much love. Let's go. And our third and final featured comment comes from Crypto Wave. Why is Mark Cuban calling this a nightmare and sweating regulation? Oh yeah. He bought useless ish coins like those. That's right. Facts. And to be featured on tomorrow's episode, drop me a comment right down below.